0: Hey, everybody, we are back with a new episode of Working It Out. Today on the show, we have Michael J. Fox. He's just a legendary actor. I mean, uh, between Family Ties on television, uh, Back to the Future, countless films, television shows that are incredible. Uh, The Good Wife, The Good Fight. Uh, we, We talk about a lot of his acting stuff. He actually recently wrote a book that I love called No Time Like the Future. It's a memoir. It's so funny. Um, He also wrote another book called Lucky Man, a memoir. I mean, he's just a fascinating writer, creator, actor. And we go into a lot of uh, his nonprofit work with the Michael J. Vox Foundation. They've raised over a billion dollars for Parkinson's research. Over the years, I've performed at a bunch of their benefits. I've done fundraising events. It's just a great, great group of people. We talk about this a little bit in the interview, but uh, but sleep disorders uh, like REM sleep behavior disorder do have some correlation to Parkinson's. And so, uh, one thing they wanted to mention the organization is that if if you wanted to volunteer for a study, if you have a sleep disorder, uh, go to their site, which is MichaelJFox.org. Uh, it, it, I, I should I should note that I, I just got finished with my run of shows at Steppenwolf Theater in Chicago. It was so much fun. It was it really an extension uh, of a lot of the work that happens on this podcast and making changes and I continue to make changes and try different things. I next go to London and then Paris, Iceland. I go to the Bay Street Theater and in Sag Harbor, New York and Long Island, which is phenomenal. It's this gorgeous little 300 seat theater. And then I go to 40 performances in Los Angeles at the Mark Taper Forum. Incredible, incredible theater space. Uh, And I'm announcing some tour dates in the fall, coming up soon that are, uh, a lot of them are in the Midwest and the South, uh, because I I really want to get to as many cities with the old man in the pool as possible. Michael J. Fox is, some, is It's one of the coolest guests we've ever had on our show. It's someone who I am completely in awe of. I think we have a great, great conversation today. This is a unique thing for this episode. We put a transcript of the episode on Burbigs.com. So if you want to follow along with it, um, if there's anything you don't understand, there's a transcript of the interview. Uh, it's a great talk. I'm always in awe of and loved talking to the great Michael J. Fox. I want to recommend your recent book because it's funny and it's uh, definitely a good thing for people who are struggling with adversity because you actually, you know, you have a, (laughs) <laughs> you 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 go there to the dark places, but then you come out the other side. Yeah. How do you think you get there? Because it's like, I, I feel like there, it's like how few people would be diagnosed with Parkinson's and their instinct would be, well, I'm going to try, try to cure Parkinson's. <laughs> like, to me, it would be like the ultimate excuse for why not to do anything.
1: Were that, were that the case, I, I, I agree. It would have been... Uh... But it was an evolution of, of, of a behavior and a thought and a reaction and attitude about it, which was um, first I was diagnosed, and I, I kind of, the first thing I had to do was square with Tracy and find out we were okay, and if she was okay, and, and she had no idea, of course, and she said she was okay, but, but it would have been forgiven if she, two weeks later, said enough of this, uh, but, but we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know I mean, Parkinson's vaguely as a, as a, as a geriatric disease. Uh, that that some people had like muhammad had it but that was to an extent pugilistic dementia and, and it was all this stuff that i was trying to figure out and in the meantime i i hit i hit for seven years i have seven years i did, i worked and i did my stuff and no, i didn't tell anybody the doctor told me that i had 10 years left to work i was diagnosed Whew. so, so uh, yeah it was a big shot 29 years old and i had a lot of stuff going on and um and so i really freaked out and i just signed a big contract to do like a a bunch of movies for a bunch of money, and and it's just all irrational thinking, and, and and crazy thinking, and um, and so it's after a period of about seven years, I went through all kinds of stuff. I went through um, I, I went through figuring out I, I quit drinking, which was not an effective tool in dealing with Parkinson's, uh, and then I had a great moment with Tracy where she evaluated my situation and 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 very calmly without anger said, uh, "Is this what you want? Is this what you want to do?"
2: Yeah,
1: and. It shook me, it just shook me. And so I dealt, dealt with that and I dealt with getting sober. And then and I started to understand the disease more. I started talking to more doctors and I started to talk to on the slide more patients. And and it just really kept it close. And by the time I had I had um released it to the public, i got gone through these huge evolutions. I quit doing films on out, out of the country and out of the city and then did started to spin city and picked my kids at school every day, with them at home every day. Um Went to the movies at night. We we had a regular really life, and that was good. And then and then I, and then, and then I started seeing opportunities to do stuff, and and I just I realized that that I had to devote myself at that time totally to the foundations. So it wasn't just like let's cure this, um, let's get this done. It, it, was a, it was a long it was a it was a a long trip through the desert. Yeah, yeah, and you like.
0: At a certain point, the foundation crossed, like, the $1 billion raised for Parkinson's research, Mark.
1: I, and I, I would say this. I see there's a great deal of pride and a great deal of affection and, and gratitude, everyone involved. A right? billion dollars, 20 years, we haven't done it yet. Yeah. But, but I want to get it done. And, and, uh, and so I'm very happy that we raised a billion dollars. We've had really great help from, from, from key uh, donors and, 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 and great help from the Parkinson's patients. That was one of the cool things that we did. We started out to do, to be a research foundation and to be a foundation that, that, that really focused on that next big breakthrough. And, and, um, and that's happened. And we, and we've broken some key initiatives and, and helped some drugs to, to market and demo things you'd expect us to do. But one of the things we become is, is, is a, is a focal point for the energies of the Parkinson's community, of their families, of, the, of their children, of them themselves, whether it's as simple as finding a, Who's doing a bike-a-thon in your neighborhood, uh, or, or perhaps more impacted down, in the long run is getting involved in clinical trials. Yeah, taking it. And we have a list of clinical trials called Trial Finder. You can find something in your your uh, precinct that, that has um has opportunities to, to to be of service. One of the big things we're we're, we're into, and it it's tricky because it it's not a cure per se, but it's it's close you can get for those. undiagnosed. Yeah. So there's a series of symptoms. Um, yours is one of them. Uh, uh, but yeah. You were interrupted REM sleeping, and, and, and,
0: and, and messed up sleeping. Yeah, I, I have REM sleep behavior disorder, which I've <laughs> documented in, comedically in a lot of you, places. You actually mentioned
1: why you were my three in the morning the other day. I should have said hi. You were walking a raccoon and wearing a funny hat. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: uh, do you find that, because uh, I find this with my sleepwalking is is uh, people think I'm an expert medically and I have to be like, no, 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 I don't know, I don't know half the, you know, I don't know a tenth of the things these people know.
1: I would disagree with you in that to the extent that patients, uh, aside from all the, the Latin and the diagrams that you can't make sense of, um, we know more than, than our doctors because we know what it's like to have the disease.
2: Oh, that's funny. I mean,
1: we, know, we know what it is. Like, like, yeah. And, and, and I'm an expert on that. I'm an expert on what it's like to live with Parkinson's. And and I don't want to forfeit that in any exchange you have with a doctor. I don't want everyone to yield that because, because it's really important. And it's really, it's earned and it's, and it's powerful. That's
0: funny because like, I think one of the things, I mean, in addition to the foundation, it was just so impressive. It's like your acting is still great. You have this great line in your book where you go, as an actor, I can convincingly play anyone on earth as long as they have Parkinson's <laughs> disease.
1: Which is like that's a great comedy line. This whole trip has been really weird, and I, like I said, I have had a really tough time in the last
0: few weeks. Beyond what was in the book, no, I know, I know. I'd heard, I'd heard, I heard that you had some trouble with your hand
1: recently. Yeah, you know, the things like antibiotics and, and and one size fits all kind of thing when you go over and check into a hospital. God bless them all; they they are great they work really hard. But for example, Parkinson's—they don't know what Parkinson's meant to do, so they don't know they, don't, mm-hmm. and they and maybe you have a patient that will not that request uh, requested minimum uh, I don't drink, so I don't I don't like narcotics, I don't like morphine, I don't like oh, I, I don't like any of that stuff. I don't I want to in my body. I want them to make me yeah. succumb to their their whims without being messed up for three months. Yeah. And and um and so then what happens is they they medicate you lightly and it's nice, but you start to move a little bit. Yeah. They have to hit that and hit that and, and, and then you're, you're kind of in another realm and you're not dealing with your initial issue or whatever. What was. you dealing with? With drugs or... or, or... Parkinson's is hard for people to figure out.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and so they don't know how to deal with it. They say they. And there's a tendency to not know how to deal with that set of issues. Yeah. Uh, hand injury. My, my doctor would say be still. It's supposed to be still. That'd be great. You figure that one out. Give me a call. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you figure that
0: one out. You let me know. <laughs> I think one of the things that's remarkable, though, is like you're on Curb Your Enthusiasm. You're on, you know, Rescue Me and, and Good Wife with, you know, with some of the symptoms. And I think what's remarkable as an actor... I'm looking at you, going like, "Well, you're still a better actor than me," <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, "I got it all. I got all the faculties. I'm banging on all the cylinders. You got to deal with all this, all this shit." It's like, what, what as an actor are you held back from? Do- Is there anything that you're held back from doing that you couldn't do before? Yeah, I actually got
1: to be in black with with glass sand in. Um, I, I was cruising along with doing that good wife and, and 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 Larry's show and all this other stuff. I'm really loving it love that that idea that everybody has Parkinson's or that or that like it, it, that I can do anything as long as I don't have Parkinson's. Two socks are related. Everybody has Parkinson's. Everybody has some shit. You know, yes, everyone has something. Stuff, yep. stuff they do. They, they they not do. And um, uh, uh, and, and so everybody's got this thing they're working on. But
0: I, I'm curious, like as an actor, like so much of it is observation, and then observation, viewing, you know, seeing how people behave and then acting. And it's
1: like... Well, that's the key thing. You can see past the Parkinson's, you can see past the other issues that they may have. And you see the central, This sounds so actor and... Yeah, yeah. But we find the central truth, we find the essential truth of that character. And this guy's afraid. I, I, I do that and I, and I look at that and it's really a lot of fun. Like, I love playing this guy on, on Good Wife who was, um, just, yeah, just evil. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to, to Right, what this guy did, which he played on people's emotions, played on their, their, their sympathies, yeah, and on their best intentions, yeah, just, just mutilated them with it. And and then uh, when I did, I used to spin a spinoff from Good Wife, which was a uh, good good uh, good fight, good fight. Yeah, um, what can I, I couldn't remember the lines, and I just had this blank. Where I couldn't remember the lines. Oh, and, and it was strange because it was family times. They used to give me the script, and I go, i man, in." Valerie, get off the phone. And then Wow I knew it Like in an instant and, and and it continued To be the way for me I have 70 pages Of dialogue On a Palmer movie And and knowing That a, that a, that a Hugely expensive uh, Steadicam shot Depending on me Knowing those lines Yeah yeah It sweat off my brow But um, it, it just Like that And I, I get to this point From the soundstage In, in, in Culver City I can't get I can't get this line together it was, it was This legal stuff And I couldn't I just couldn't get it But what was really Refreshing was I didn't panic I didn't freak out I just went, what's that? <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> the key element of this process is memory and, and I can't do it. And I done a, I done a uh 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 show in Canada, uh presumed uh, uh last minute standing. You you get it. Um but but uh, so so I had the same problem. And then um and so I was saying about it. that time I'm I a big Tarantino thing. And, and a big and a big Piffin and a big um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio fan and I loved uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because a lot of reasons. One was that was when I moved out to Hollywood just after that. Yeah. And and, and experienced a lot of that old Hollywood that doesn't exist anymore. That, instead, we will scroll back. He was doing a scene in a western show, and, and he couldn't remember his lines. He went back in the dressing room. And he was screwing himself. He was like, you know, <laughs> he was just tearing into himself in the mirror and, and like. Drinking and 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 just just a mess. And and I thought about that. And I thought, I don't want to feel that. So I don't my am, am I am I wrong not to feel that? Am I, am I right? Yeah. To feel that? Like so, but but here's what it tells me. I don't take on somebody who of lines because I can't do it. And I can't and, and, and for whatever reason, oh it's I can't do the part It just is what it is. I can't remember five pages of I can't do it. Can't be done. Yeah. So I go to the beach. <laughs>
0: So, do you find, you know, they, it's like they say that, you know, my Aunt Lucy is blind and she has a better sense of hearing. And people are, you know, sometimes if they don't have their, their hearing, they have a better sense of sight. Do you feel like from Parkinson's, you have a better sense of like observation or like anything like that? You're walking me right into this stuff. It's beautiful.
1: Really? Yeah, great. Okay. Well, because one of the things I don't say this often anymore, and I used to say it all the time. I'm glad to have a chance to say it again. I couldn't be still until I couldn't be still. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't gauge what that center of my of my of my uh of my um, equilibrium was that 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 like there was a place I could get to that that was came about and my understanding of it came about because it hadn't purposes because it was like saying I like it with this thing. I don't have that choice anymore. I don't have this choice, I don't have that choice. I have other choices. Yeah. And so and so I just I couldn't be still and see those choices until I couldn't be still. It All this it was other crap, yeah, like, the, like the, 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 the 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 peripatetic wanderings and in 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 weird flailings and in body uh, impulses that I, that I feel uh, as a Parkinson's patient, uh, a sober Parkinson's patient, are nothing to, compared to that. What I felt as a drunken asshole, like I mean, that that, that was a completely different thing. That. I couldn't be still I and mean, I was less still yeah. than, than 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 I am now. As as is once I'm moving around, I'm I right hear the ocean here luckily and and, and the light's nice and it's just I'm gonna be a friend and it's all good. It's just just take this now and enjoy it.
0: So I had this one thing to on the checklist, which is when I was a kid I wanted to be you as an actor and as an adult, I wanna be the kind of person who does the, the kind of things you do with your foundation. And so I wrote, you always try and deflect compliments. So, uh, but I'm requesting that you say thank you.
1: <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> and, and I and I just so appreciate what you do. And, I, and first of all, you work as an artist. You truly are a, a, a unique informer on our times. And, and from your point of view, and what I try to do from my point of view, it seems to be like a really small corner of the world. Uh, um, um, REM sleep disorder and sleepwalking. A big part of the world and, and and you you're sharing about it, and your insights on it are huge and and um they 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 help me understand a lot of things about lack of control and and acceptance and 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 and, 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 and family, what family means and and so I love I love the work you're doing and I love your chance I get to see you.
0: So this is this thing we do in the show called the Slow Round. It's based on sort of memories and things. Do you have a memory from your childhood where it just comes back to you sometimes, and you don't even know why? A
1: lot of those. Um, let's think of random one. Being four years old and walking with my parents in the edge of a pond in our neighborhood, looking for frogs but finding turtles. Did you say it? Looking for frogs but I found turtles. Looking for frogs and I turtles. But I found turtles. And then that turtles are really important to me. I have a turtle tattoo, the sea turtle. They didn't have those in the pond the that BC, but but um, turtles turtles are important to me. Why Why are they important to you? Well, I, this turtle, I have this tattoo. My which my wife just hates, and uh, so I can't get another one. But but uh, but but I was uh, it was New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine into two thousand, and it was we were in the in the Caribbean. St. John's. And it was real, it was real swanky. There were a lot of cool people there, all the uh, uh, his family, yeah, uh, um, Mel Brooks, all these great people. Yeah. Anyway, we were going into this year, this year in which the world was going to end and all the computers were going to crash. So I was looking for, for some kind of cl- clarity. And I was trying to figure out what to, to leave the show and start the foundation. And so I, I went swimming in Twilight. And we you know, have a quick swim and go get ready for the evening. The kids were getting ready. And, um, and, uh, I said, I'm go for one last circle. So I go in the water, he's up on the beach and, and very shortly into my circle, this turtle comes out of the weeds. He's like this big, massive turtle. <laughs> and He's missing a chunk out of his bin and he's got a big scar on his. And I said, this mother has been through it. This guy, this guy has been. It. Yeah. Said, you go back to the little turtle down the beach, like probably 30 years ago where get, everyone's got picked up by ospreys and Badgers and stuff, and and, and, and and this guy made it, and, he, and there he was in my in my my area, my like my zone. When I, mean, I so I looked at him, I swim swim so for a while, and I just got to this guy was gonna do the next right thing.
2: Yeah, like
1: this, his only agenda do the next right thing. Yeah, and I got the water and I said to Tracy, I said I'm I'm leaving the show. I'm gonna do the foundation. Wow. So I so, so. I mean, it seems very uh, like self-generated, uh, uh, like. Lore but but, <laughs> but 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 it's truly what happened.
0: Yeah. what's the best piece of advice that
1: anyone's ever given you that you did that
0: worked? My
1: my my father said to me when I when I wanted to be an actor and moved to the States and and, um, and he had no comprehension, he thought I was a hippie. But I was working and and he, he was a military guy. And I was working and he couldn't, couldn't he couldn't argue with that. Like there was a sense where I was like as a seventeen year old was making maybe that Sixteen hundred dollars a sixteen thousand dollars a year, like like a good yeah set, set, set of money. So, that's over the course of all my work. And so when I said I wanted to move to Hollywood, he said, "Well, if you're gonna be a lumberjack, you might as well go to the goddamn forest." <laughs> and that was, it, that was it. I got it. <laughs> Um. And, and 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 other people like Jeffrey Kassenberger said to me, "When in the bull ring, don't wear red." Oh yeah and 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 uh, that's what else. um and it's just and, and, and just uh, it's just about like a lot of program stuff, a lot of I get into it specifically, but but a lot of uh, stuff with the program that helped me quit drinking and, and get sober, um, is about acceptance,
2: yeah, and
1: about understanding, and about and about um, uh, just just like if you accept something doesn't mean you resign to it. it means, yeah, you're gonna never change it. But if you accept the truth of it first. Yeah. This is the truth of my situation. Yeah. Under those terms. But if I look at it from another angle, it gives me opportunities and it gives me all kinds of chances to do things.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's phenomenal advice. I think that's one of the s- s- very strange things about this moment in history, in a broad sense, is that the what is true yeah. is, is so heavily debated yeah. that none of us can get to acceptance on. Kind of the world view yeah. of the whole thing.
1: It's, it's terrible. I mean, right now, you 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 can you can uh, run into a door, and I mean, it's just it's, like everything is. You said there's no accepted truth. There's no there's there's no good faith attempt at 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 at, at a co understanding. There's no yeah people won't exploit that, and and both sides. Although you know, uh, we always say that there's um unfair. Characterized in two different situations that like this is this and this is real, but like the other side sees it the same way. So, and even seeing the other side, like those terms, it's also screwy. I mean, all right. And everyone's forced to take a position on a, on a, on a truth that is not filtered through their own process of right and wrong, but it's filtered through some other gas bag in, 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 in midtown Manhattan coming up with this yeah. crap, crap. It's hard.
0: Yeah. What. Do you remember being an inauthentic version of yourself from any part of your life that you cringe at?
1: Oh yeah, what well, I, mean, I used to, have to like run a reel. <laughs> being being like David Letterman, who I love, with and I was I think it was like 41, 43 times over the, the 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 boy and man, the NBC CBS spectrum, but but um yeah, I remember going on the show with big glasses and cowboy boots and <laughs> well, you got your roof. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, was that was that in your twenties or
1: thirties? My twenties, I was at any given moment anybody.
0: Oh my gosh, I Just
1: I was just like I, I came to can I came from Canada in nineteen seventy nine. like I, I worked for a couple of years and did like Bruce Boomer and and, and and Lou Grant. I mean, it, it was kind of like a weird trading thing, and and um. And then and, then I, and I had to sit. It was a little bit down to like, Do you play poker? A little bit, yeah. I was down to a chip in a chair. I was down to, like, I then <laughs> and, and I And that had all kinds of implications. If I left, I, I owed the IRS like $10,000, so I wouldn't be able to come back and, and earn that money back. Oh, my God. And I knew going back, my brother, who was a great guy, had a lot of construction sites, he was superintendent of that, I would have been picking up nails on the construction sites. It, it just all was bad. I was down to the last second. And I got family ties and, and my life changed. Oh wow. And, like that, that's just always have that. Always have that, that thing to look to and say, shit can happen. Like you can't you can't set the bar high enough. Yeah. To to, to eliminate the possibility of good things happening. And and that's the thing, like like we say, oh, it's all to crap. how can you be optimistic? It's all terrible. It's like, how about you? But I'm hanging off at the last minute when it's great. <laughs>
0: and I'm, I'm I'm pulling that. Yeah, growing up, who do you have a memory of, like a really strange neighbor or a really unique neighbor?
1: Yeah, I had a few. I had um, we had a woman that we lived in a. a, a at one point, my, when my father was in the military, we lived in a three-story walk-up, Middlegate Apartments, and, and it had a, a swimming pool, but that was fed it in, awful. And, and I think it, I think it, when shut down, but but the manager of this place was uh, was a woman. She was insane. She had dark. Like she's a country star, in a way. She had dark, uh, flowing, raven hair, and and she wore like white cowboy boots, and and, and 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 I don't think they had spanks then, but but spank-like. Yeah, spank-esque material, and 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 she was very brusque and very, and it was always an like opportunity to, to warn us children that we would be the cause of the eviction of our parents. Yeah. I said, "Why are you going to with 9 year old about behaving? like?" like <laughs> and 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 um and and she, we had I had a pet mouse about science class, and then he got out. So then I was the, the the scourge of the neighborhood because I let this mouse out in in the neighborhood, and she was just. basically she said, I "Found that mouse? I live in fear of this woman coming popping out of the, out of the hole, <laughs> uh, demanding that I find this mouse. Uh, like he's a white mouse. He's not like you, you know, float in and, and be like a sign of." a pestilence in the building. It's clearly from the bed store. That's the But that's a weird neighbor. So, like, when you watch a
0: movie, read a book, you know, see a play, like, what's the thing that you crave? Like, what's the thing that's your, like, favorite thing?
1: Honest human connection. Like, I was watching a movie last night. It was really cool. Uh, and I don't often like films like this. It's called Rain and Fire. It's about these dragons that, that
2: yeah.
1: populate... Uh, Europe, and, and, and Christian Bale plays this guy who, who, uh, who, who was one of the first ones as a kid to find the dragon, and his mother was killed by the dragon. But, but um, it was Christian Bale, uh, Matthew McConaughey, and Gerard and Butler, all in this movie, and we're all great. Yeah. But look at that, and I say, they are all great. Christian Bale can act his ass off. Yeah. You know, it's just, he just, he just, that's another level.
0: Oh, that's a whole thing.
1: McConaughey is great and he's getting in this role, He's all puffed and his sides are plenty and he's, he's, he says stuff with a cigar in his teeth. And that's all great. Um, but Christian but Bale, in this goofy movie, where he's making you cry, he's so good.
0: Yeah. Do you, uh, do you have a smell from your childhood that, that you remember?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't have smell now, which is a uh, function of Parkinson's disease, which is another one of those things on the list.
0: No kidding. Jeez.
1: But, but 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 I remember the, the smell of pine. Uh, just after Christmas, in this apartment building I lived in had had balconies, fire escapes, and everyone would put their trees out there for New Year's, and before they picked up, because couldn't put them on the road, and the whole place smelled like pine, it smelled like a pine forest.
0: Wow. So, what's a thing that you've always enjoyed in your life that you're still enjoying? That's like a, you know in solitude.
1: I love I love to meditate at the beach. I was just doing it this morning. This is sit on the beach, the pound of the waves set the rhythm. You just go. And and they come back twenty-five minutes later and say, "Why? Well, I mean, nothing's changed, but everything has changed.
0: Support for Mike is Working It Out comes from Helix Sleep. Helix has been with this podcast from the very beginning. We are huge Helix mattress fans over here. Let me tell you a few things that are great about Helix Sleep mattresses. They are fiberglass free. Unlike other brands, Helix mattresses do not contain fiberglass, which can be harmful to your health, as you may have seen in the news or on social media. There have been a number of health issues and lawsuits related to fiberglass and mattresses. You know, actually, I used to to have a mattress that was pure fiberglass. It was just, it was literally a bed of fiberglass. No longer. I sleep on Helix mattresses, which are fiberglass-free. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash burbigs. That's helixsleep.com slash burbigs. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long with Helix Better sleep starts now. No, now. Working It Out is supported by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. I should point out that this is an ad for Squarespace, but I love Squarespace. I was thrilled when they became an advertiser because we've used them for years. Our website for Thank God for Jokes was Squarespace. Our website for Stand Up and Vote was Squarespace. Couldn't recommend it more highly. We use it all the time start a completely personalized website with the new guided design system Squarespace Blueprint you can sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell files your customers can download like PDFs music or ebooks go to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch head to squarespace.com/birbigs birbigs to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain that's squarespace.com/burbigs to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain I wrote this joke recently when I was in Minnesota but it, it makes me think of Canada which is I find that people who live in these cold climates they're so they're so tough, you know, it's like it's it's like they have calluses for the for the weather at a certain point. So I was making small talk with the taxi driver from the airport. And I go, how's it going with the weather? You know, because it was zero degrees. And the guy and the taxi driver just goes, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> and I I, I thought I thought, can you can you take it for another 10 minutes? Because we're pretty close to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> When you were growing up in Canada, did you ever clock how goddamn cold it is Yeah, it was something really
1: cold. Uh, like, uh, what I, I think of when I think of uh, cold is, is um, going on camping trips. and We got camping trips in November. And it's like, it's like, for school. Yeah. It's like, it was so cold. And it, it do it. I don't believe the children didn't die. Um, <laughs> and we would have carried on anyway, but it's so cold that that, that that you, 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 you you're freezing from the inside out. Yeah. Like normally the inside of you is the last vestige of a warmth. It's like started yeah. somewhere in your perineum and just radiated figures of ice through your whole body. Yeah. I think that there's,
0: I think there's correlation between com- comedy and, and weather because the amount of comedians and comedic actors out of Canada, Minnesota, Massachusetts,
1: and it's, it's, Completely disproportionate. Well, there's, a, there's a lot of truisms about the business, right, I uh, uh, uh Time plus tragedy equals comedy. Yeah. Or, or and, and the other is heat is the enemy of comedy. <laughs> I've never heard that. Heat is the enemy of comedy. I guarantee, you go to the set of some sitcom at an audience, they got that thing cranked down to like 62. Because 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 if you're, if, you're, if you're cold, you're awake. And if you're awake, you're alive. If you're alive, you're going to be involved in whatever shiny thing they put in front of you and that's our show.
0: Yeah. And then I jotted this thing down recently, which is, uh, this is just a true story. I, for my whole career, I've heard about these professional airport greeters who escort celebrities through the airport. <clears throat> and I always thought, that's not for me. You know, it's not who I am. <laughs> and then during the pandemic, I was like, all right, I'm going to do the airport greeter thing. So I meet this woman on the curb, JFK. She walks me through security. And we're walking through totally, this is ver- word for word, she goes. One time, I told Hugh Jackman that there's a little nook behind uh, a restaurant, in, in, right there in Terminal Two, and it's private. It's got great food, and I brought him there, and he loved it. And I go, "Is that where we're going?" And she said, "Nope." <laughs> and then we went to the food court, <laughs> and then we. I, and then it was never discussed again. That little nook. Where's that little nook? Did only Hugh Jackman knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we went to the food court and she tried to use her card for the fifteen with a for a fifteen percent discount. And the cashier said, Is it for you or is it for him? <laughs> and I'm holding pizza that's clearly for me. And I go, Oh, it's for me. <laughs> and then we didn't get the fifteen percent discount. And that's when I realized I am not Wolverine. I'm like an Arctic fox eating a pizza at full price. You can't you,
1: you can't buy that again. They can kind of, kind of, uh wait. To, they can get you the pizza. And it is
0: young. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is the? Because you, I, I. I mean, genuinely, I grew up on your movies, and to to me, I'm, I look at you and go, like, well, you clearly like have it all. You could do anything. What is the luxury that actually is as good as someone would think it is?
1: I can say yes first to my family. I can say yes without thinking about it. We want to go here. Yes.
0: Oh, that's what you're saying. I like
1: had this for dinner, yes. Yes is the first answer because, they, because they've never done anything to, to, to dishonor that. And yeah, Yeah. Well, but it's a great thing. Like, 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 I can't even, like, can we go to Disneyland? We've been to Disneyland 14 times, never in a line. Yeah. What's the, what's the
0: inverse? What's the thing that doesn't matter how rich and famous you are, it's just, you gotta deal with it. Well, I mean,
1: it's, it's every day that's, with this and look and say, I can't, I can't, and then the other side is I can't go there. I can't go, I can't go on to Hawaii. I can't go, I can't go to the store right now. I can't go to the restaurant
0: right now. Okay, so the final thing we do on the show is, it, it, it plays right into what we're already talking about, which is working it out for a cause. And if there's one thing that you want people to know about the Fox Foundation, what is that single thing, and
1: how can they help? Um, is it I? If it's to Barack Obama, but if wait, you are the agent of change that you live for. Yeah, you are. You are the tool to get this done, and you can get involved uh, with with trials. You can involve with with uh, anecdotal information that goes into several pipelines that, that then make that information accessible. Again, accessible to, to, to researchers and other patients and then um like we can sit around and talk about it, we can do something about it. Yeah. And, and, and doing something about it maybe sitting around and talking about it, but it's attached to it in action.
2: Yeah.
1: We don't have an endowment. We don't have we don't have a big pile of money that we go out to people. Money comes in goes out. We've identified the science before, we've earned the money. And 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 and, and the, the, the um, science is ahead of the money. And so we can't, we got to reach that. And, and, and we get placed to where the, where that, the money is ahead of the sun is. We've done
0: it. Michael, uh, I can't thank you enough for doing this. This has been so enlightening. And I feel, honestly, I feel so lucky to have met you. You're one of my, my heroes in my life. And do, to witness close up, so, you know, what you're able to do sort of on and
1: off screen. is unbelievable. If I feel so many times as you say, uh, you, first of all, are a genius. Like, the work you do, the things you find, you, the, the, the truths you seek out fine, and find, and the observations you make uh, always touch me. Thank you. Thank you for getting involved in our foundation. Thank you for filling your talents to so our, our efforts. And, and, and love to your family. And, and carry on. Thanks. Working it out, because it's not done. We're working it out, because
0: there's no That's going to do it for another episode of Working It Out. That is Michael J. Fox. You can support the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research at MichaelJFox.org. You can follow him on Instagram at realmikejfox. Fox. Uh, I follow him on Instagram. I'm at Berbiggs. Our producers of Working It Out are myself, along with Peter Salomon and Joseph Berbiglia. Consulting producer Seth Barish. Sound mix by Kate Belinsky. Associate producer, Mabel Lewis. Special thanks to my consigliere, Mike Perkowitz, as well as Marissa Hurwitz and Josh Upfall. Special thanks to Jack Antonoff and Bleachers for their music. They are on tour when they're in London. I'm going to be in London. I'm going to get to see them again. I saw them in Texas. They are on fire. Bleachers. As always, very special thanks to my wife, the poet, Jay Hope Stein. Our book is called The New One. It's a mixture of, of poetry and comedy. Uh, it is at your local bookstore. Support your local bookstores. And uh, and Jen's book, which is called Little Astronaut, is a collection of poetry. It is, you can pre-order today. It comes out in September. It is a beautiful book. As always, a special thanks to our daughter, Una, who created a radio fort made of pillows. And thanks most of all to you who are listening. Tell your friends. Go on Apple Podcasts and say which was your which was your favorite episode of the show. And so if people come on, they see the 75 episodes and they don't know where to begin, they can look at your recommendation and go, oh, wow, this person is directing me to their favorite episode. Thank you all for telling your friends, for telling your enemies. We're working it out. We'll see you next time, everybody.